Tokusatsu, taking the form of many shows including Super Sentai, Kamen Rider, and Metal Heroes. And today, a group of fans come together to review it for you as Toku Secrets. Hey guys, this is um, Nathan Nassau. We are coming at you with another episode of the Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. Uh, today, we're actually going to be kind of going back to the roots of the uh, Tokyo Secrets podcast. Most of you may recall that uh, we started this podcast off with a full series review of the Sentai that was airing at the time, Misha Sentai Tokyujur. So now we're going to be doing the same thing, but with a different Sentai, and we'll talk about that Sentai in a little bit. Uh, and I'm also joined in this podcast by... Hey, it's Anthony Davis here. I'm also joined by... Hey, it's Rizwan, the owner of his website, slash Blue Commander Otaku Sentai Digital Ranger, slash AKA the guy who's going to make your worst uh, dreams come to life, <laughs> AKA I'm still better than Ronald, no matter what Ronald thinks, AKA I'm the American Sniper version 2, AKA you better watch before you get wrecked, AKA <laughs> I'm running out of things, AKA, but I'm going to still try to AKA because AKA I am. I am just it. I am the one. Hey guys, how's it going? So uh, before we get started, you know, we're going to start. Uh, we've, we already do this in our previous podcast, but now I'm officially just going to call it this thing. I'm going to call it the uh, RANOT section. RANOT is going to be an acronym for Randomly Assorted News of Tokusatsu <laughs> section. Uh, I don't know if that's hey, clever or not, but... <laughs> Um, so, uh, first and foremost, uh, now this is something that we've already talked about in rather lengthy detail on the, uh, Otaku Sentai Digiranger channel, uh, Pua Magasiva, uh, who played Shane, the red, uh, Wind Ranger from Ninja Storm, sadly passed away. Uh, he was 38 years old, and this took place on, I believe it was May 11th, uh, very, uh, very tragic, and I don't think more, I don't think... As of the recording of this video, there have been any more details released on his death. Uh, just a very tragic thing, you know. And if you want to um, hear us give more of a detailed thought, you can check our Otaku Sentai Digiranger page, though, you know, viewer discretion is advised on that channel. Um, yeah, we're not as family friendly, so. Yeah. Um, a few other things. Uh, obviously, uh, since we've done our last video the uh the current sentai uh rio soldier has started to air uh, i have not seen it although from what i can see it does seem to be a little reminiscent of kyoryuger right down to the main six rangers being red blue uh black green pink and gold so what's next are they gonna have like cyan purple gray and silver rangers i mean <laughs> i don't I know mean, what it could happen Okay, well, I'm giving people bad ideas if I <laughs> if I say Tony, if you're listening, Nathan wants full royalties. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this is kind of a shameless plug here. Uh, hopefully, you know, we, I mean, I don't know, maybe we could have the link in the description, but uh, I would like for uh, any fans who watch this uh, podcast to uh, take a look at my personal series uh, that I'm posting on Fan Fiction, Power Rangers Millennium Warriors, because I recently started to get to... Uh, uh, writing more episodes on that. I mean, kind of. It's kind of sporadic with posting, but yeah, I'm trying to get more views for that. I think it's okay. I mean, I may not be amazing, but I'm. I think I'm better than the people who wrote Super Mega Force. So <laughs> everyone is who made that. That's not a hard thing to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um. Trying to um. Um, a few other developments, uh, you know, I've, I will be finishing uh, QQ Sentai GoGo 5 uh, pretty soon. I think it's, uh, I think it's a pretty average show. You know, I, th I would say it's about as good as Lightspeed Rescue. I think they both have their ups and downs. Um, Anthony has actually recently finished watching uh, O-Ranger. He's mm -hmm. not a huge fan of that. I'm not. Yeah, it's uh, O-Ranger is the season that was adapted into Zio, by the way, for those back at home who don't know that. Uh, yeah, and Anthony and I might do a brief video on that Sentai at some yeah. point. Uh, I, like Car Ranger. I like Car Ranger so far, though. Oh, how many episodes that's, are you into that? That's interesting you like it, though. 
I guess because like it's more like I, I expect the campy and friendly um comedic vibe from it as opposed mm-hmm. to O Ranger, which is supposed to be like a you know, like a uh you know invasion. I didn't get that from mm-hmm. I get that from O Ranger. Like the first episodes, yeah, I did, but afterwards I'm like, ah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think Car Rangers can't be tone was, you know, okay. I mean, because Car Ranger is basically like a parody of the Sentai genre, like. Which I heard ironically that like what happened with Power Just Turbo and what happened to Car Ranger happened in, in reverse, because apparently O Ranger did, did so badly that they were all going to cancel, but Car Ranger saved it, whereas. You Turbo know. almost canceled Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a cursed season. Whatever you look at it, okay? I mean, yeah. yeah. There is no saving that. Mm-hmm. No. But that's why I'm surprised you like it, it's because of all the hate. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm indifferent towards, you know, comedic so, granted, What I do hear about Car Ranger versus Turbo is that it's super freaking campy. It really is. Though, not as campy, campy, not as campy as, not, well, the beginning part wasn't really campy, but then after, everything afterwards is definitely campy. Yeah. There's, like, planetary genocide in the, in the very first episode, oh but, like, but like <clears throat> after, after, after that, everything's played for fun. Yeah, like, I mean, how many episodes are you in, Anthony? I'm really only in the first episode, honestly. Nathan, have you watched it? Yeah, I've, I've watched it all the way through. It was a long time okay. ago, but, I mean, I don't know, just... It seems to be like a basic parody thing here. Like, I mean, okay, Evan, you don't mind if I say this. This isn't really a plot spoiler. Like, could I just say real quick or? No. Okay. So the method of making the monsters grow in in Car Ranger, and it's not shooting torpedoes like it is in uh, Turbo. I figured, I figured that much. It's actually uh, the guy, I can't remember his name. He, uh, he's Porto's counterpart or whatever that guy's name is in Turbo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what he, uh, he gives them this food. He feeds the monsters this food, and it's just regular food to make them grow. Wow. <laughs> so you can't get much more of a parody. So. And do they eat the food right then and there, or something that happens like later on in the episode? Well, I can't remember those details, but... But yeah, like, and, and you know, I think some other funny things, it's like this episode where they're fighting those monsters that are all like evil Power Rangers, they were called Crash and the Creeps and Turbo, mm-hmm. and like, uh, and they start doing this theme song that's like a parody of the car theme song, Car Ranger theme song, like, it's basically like, like the equivalent of like, in the Psycho Ranger saga and Power Rangers in Space, a song started to play like, Set controls to the planet Earth. We are gonna go destroy the Power Rangers. Wow. So, you wow. know that thing, so. Wow. Yeah. And yeah, I just made that up. But, uh. It should be a real thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, enough about this, uh, you know, uh, ran at roundup. I think we've uh, got that covered pretty well. So, um, so the we Sentai. Have another topic that you kind of forgot about, bro. Do what? We got a topic you forgot about. What topic? So, in the interim from our last podcast until this <coughs> podcast, mm-hmm. um, prior to real, real soul. How do you say it? Real soul soldier. soldier. Real Soldier. Before that aired, we had a um, Battle Royale four-part miniseries. Oh, right. I forgot all about that. And Psycho that Battle. thing was lit. Yes. I actually Psycho watched Battle was amazing. That. I think that's our next podcast. <laughs> I would oh, love to okay. talk about that. Uh, because it is so cool like having all these different characters come together. Especially having... My favorite character, Marvelous, and my least favorite character, the Red Ranger from uh, New Ninja, on the same team. It just causes so much, like, I don't and, know, on one hand, I love it. The middle, uh, the, like, the middle, the middle best character, which is Yamato's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't Bulk like, and Silver in it? Some other people, too. He's, a, he, yeah, he's, yeah, Bulk and Silver's in it, too. Yeah, oh. he's like a guest character, he's not like a main part of it. 
him. Uh, Kruger's in it too. Um, yeah, yeah. Dick and Master. Now, like it says here, that like the main ones are uh, uh, Yamato from Ju Oger, Captain Marvelous, uh, Takaharu, as Riz mentioned, uh, Stinger. I think that's the orange. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Orange, it's a sorry uh, orange. And then uh, Kagura, the uh, one, one of the good Tokyo Yeah, one of the one of the good Tokyo we actually like. <laughs> yeah. So okay, watching watching that made me like Yamato a lot more than I did because I already like Yamato, mm-hmm. but I liked him more in this role too. Most definitely. Because there's already like history between Marvelous and Yamato from the crossover. Yep. So they could play off of that a lot in the four part. I love that they remembered each other. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was well. Yamato remembered. Marvelous tried to not remember. Ah, well, still, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know. Like, if you guys want to do a podcast on that, I, I mean, I, I'll still have to watch it all the way through. But yeah, I mean, but yeah, that sounds um, like also. Aside from that, um, our anime secrets website now has an official discord channel server deal yep for the public so if you guys are interested in coming to talk to us about tokusatsu or power rangers or common rider or anything else uh come on by we got a whole tokusatsu channel set up and um we're here just hanging out talking on and off every day it's still kind of in the infancy but we're growing steadily every day with a couple of people joining so I think you'll still join us. We're fun. Yep. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so, um, I mean, do we have any other topics we wanted to briefly discuss? Or um, What else is... Well, what about the Kamen Rider stuff? What's going on with them? I haven't even kept up doing what the title is right now. Zio is still the series uh, airing for Kamen Rider, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, they aired, they, they aired a three-part miniseries called uh, Shinobi, Right Time Shinobi, but it was, it was actually really good. I've only seen two episodes of it. I ain't seen the final one yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to start watching some more Kamen Rider series. Like, and, uh, like I mean, I kind of, like, I stopped watching, you know, like, in the middle of Ghost, and it just fell way too far behind to even care. Yeah, it's, it's not worth watching, love keeping up with, honestly. Yeah. Ghost? I was going to probably pick it up at some point and finish it. You're going to you you're, you're be disappointed, though. Okay. Wow. I don't know if I started. Yeah. Unfortunately, I bad. Mm, not quite, but just uh, nearly close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, since we don't really have uh, much uh, much other news, you know, we can get to talking about the main topic here. So as we said, we're going to be kind of going back to the roots of the Toku Secrets podcast. We're going to be doing a basically a three-part review on a Super Sentai series. Uh, it's actually not going to be Ryu Soldier, though. Um, instead, we're going to be doing quite a bit of backtracking, um, even, you know, even earlier than Tokyujer, actually. Um, we are going to be reviewing the 36 Sentai series, which is also currently being adapted into Power Rangers Beast Morphers, and that is Tokame Sentai Ghostbusters. This was the uh, first season to be, uh, this was the first season to come out after Gokaiger. Uh, the three main Ghostbusters even had a brief cameo in Gokaiger's little crossover movie with Gap, with Chukage uh, Gabon. Where it was yeah. just a, it was just a morphed cameo because back I don't know if they still do this now but like back back in those times I think it started with like uh, Go Onger versus Shinkenger the crossover movies would feature like a brief cameo from the future Sentai like mm. they did that with the Ghost Sagers so um so uh, yeah so um. This picks up, uh, so, I mean, I guess uh, we're going to be taking a look at the first 10 episodes. Um, yeah. uh, there's not really much uh, to really talk about here, uh, you know, since, as Riz was actually pointing out before we actually started the interview, uh, nothing really happens much uh, in the early episodes. Um, 
it, it's really so i just finished watching episode 10 maybe 30 minutes before we started this and my biggest question throughout the first 10 episodes was okay so they're fighting they're doing cool stuff they're getting their megazord built which mm-hmm. by the way this sentai actually follows the megazords mm-hmm. yeah um but i don't actually know if there's been any real plot development throughout like the 10 episodes well, what so we know is that like they're trying like to get this you know save their parents from this from the cyber dimension mm-hmm well, I mean, okay, so that's the thing that's going on in the background, but what, what really has happened to kind of push that agenda forward? Like, ha- have they actually done anything to hit that point? Um, really, they're just being reactive to the fact that Enter comes and he does a thing, and then they have to go fight the thing, and then they have to turn the thing into a bigger thing so that they can become a Megazord and fight the thing. Mm-hmm. And there's a little bit of character development here and there with... Um, the different characters meeting up with like either old classmates or their sister or interpersonal stuff, but I mean, not really. Even the character development's kind of lagging, in my opinion. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but I, maybe we should start with the actual premise because we kind of tangented off into the, <laughs> you know, of our classic tangents, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so the the first episode it it doesn't really give us that story. It's really just kind of it's one of those typical first episodes where like every re- every ranger except the red one is active, and it's more about you know the red ranger kind of you know finding his place. Um, but the story here is that there's this alternate dimension. Uh, it's kind of a place where, you know, humans are staying alive because the rest of the world has been uh, taken over by a computer virus. Kind of kind of similar to uh, the Matrix movies, how, you know, uh, how, um, you know, the real world is, like, taken over and, like, you know, just completely ravaged by machines. So there's, like, this alternate dimension where everything... Um, and... The entire world is powered by this um, by this uh, energy source called Inetron, which is stored in these towers. And there's this organization that we don't really know much about, Boglas, attempting to yeah. steal Inetron. Uh, they're led by this character named Enter, who I'm just going to say now, uh, I mean, maybe we don't really get the best first impression of him early on, but as the series goes on, Enter is probably one of my favorite Sentai villains. Uh, he really just becomes his own character. I already like Enter a lot as a character. I mean, that's not one of my problems with the show so far. You do? You like him? I like him so far, yeah. Yeah. Saba, saba, saba. Go basta. He's a Japanese dude who speaks French, and he's just so prim and proper to me. Yeah, and unlike most villain factions, uh, Vagloss is actually not one of those things where it's like, you know, just a bunch of, like, head honcho ganging up. It's really just Enter walking around he has these foot soldiers called bugglers i think they're called um mm-hmm. you know at his disposal and he basically creates monsters he'll take his laptop and then like connect this little flash drive to it and then like slide a card through it and turns everyday objects into you know kind of like how lord zed and do that yeah yeah mm-hmm and uh, in this case, uh, pretty much for first episode is that uh, uh, Hiromu, um, you know, he he's being called to uh, help the other two go busters. His sister, I think her name is Rika. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is her sister. His sister's name is Rika. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she doesn't want him to become a go buster. You know, and she has to raise him because both their parents are dead. And eventually, she and eventually Hiromu kind of defies her and goes to help the other two. Uh, the other two Go Busters' names are uh, uh, Ryuji. He is Blue Buster, and Yoko, Yellow Buster. And the two character and these three Go Busters also have their three robotic assistants that were given to them as children. Uh, 
Hiromu has this cheetah thing that can also become a a motorcycle. Nick. Cheetah Yep. Um, yeah, um, Ryuji has this one called, he's a gorilla, kind of a socially awkward sort of guy. His name is uh, Gorosaki. Yeah. And, and Yoko has a has a rabid one called Usada Lettuce. Um, funny last name, but and ironically, like, um, she's the only female Buster that has a male um robotic companion. Yeah, just they're like, called just, buddy. Just, just, yeah. I keep, they're I keep called buddy voids, by the way. Buddy buddy voids. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was gonna say Beast Boss, but then that's that's good. That's uh, Beast Morphers. <laughs> that's the American, yeah. 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 And um, and this episode also uh, the first episode. It, it's basically it. It's kind of a standard episode, you know, where Inter is trying to steal uh, an Eteron. He creates uh, a um, monster out of this power shovel machine, like a bulldozer sort of thing, and. Um, and uh, the thing about the monsters with this is that it's not actually go buster boy, a monster, and then it grows. It's actually when Inter creates a monster, he also creates this giant counterpart for it. They're called Megazords. And yes, I'm not talking about Power Rangers. They're actually called Megazords. And yeah. <laughs> and then they get like, and then once he creates one of those monsters, like. I don't know, like maybe like three or five minutes afterward, the Megazord launches, and, you know, that's how the... So, it's basically like Ryuji and Yoko have to fight the small one, and Ryoma uses his, um, his um, Zord, which, well, okay, it, they're called uh, Buster Machines in, these, um, in this series, and it's called the CB-01, which kind of... Which... Um, Kind of, you know, similar to, uh, you know, the uh, Red Dragon Thunder Zord from Season 2. It's a Zord that has its own warrior mode, and he uses that to destroy the uh, Megazord for the first episode. Uh, and then that moves us into the uh, next episode, where we kind of learn a little bit more about uh, the back, you know, the story behind these three Go Busters. Uh, you know, they were all chosen to be Go Busters, you know, when they were children. Uh, Hiromu and Yoko were very little kids. Like, I don't think they could be any older than, like, five or six years old. Mm. And Ryuji, he was probably, like, a teenager when he got selected, though. Ryuji was much older than the two of them. So. Yeah. Um, and we also learned that these, uh, that the Go Busters actually have special powers, um, kind of like civilian powers, except they can also use them in ranger form. Uh, Hiromu has superhuman speed. Uh, Ryuji has super strength. And Yoko has uh, super agility. She can, you know, jump really high. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Hint, hint. <laughs> and they... Oh, and also, uh, none of the Go-Busters have any real, like, special weapons. Like, they both have the same... They all, all three of them have the same kind of weapons. They both have like this, you know, knife-like thing, which is a sword, and then they have this thing which they use as a camera in civilian mode, but it becomes a blaster when they're in ranger form. So, um, and uh, and uh, the next episode debuts the, uh, um, you know, this episode uh, we also learn uh, the two weak points. Uh, of uh, Yoko and um, Hiromu, because basically in this episode, uh, they both of them have weak points, which, you know, when, when they use their two powers, like Hiromu, uh, when he gets really scared, freezes up, you know, so he kind of like a computer freezing and you can't use it anymore. Uh, and when I say really, he gets really scared, that means when he sees a chicken. Uh, because he is afraid of chickens. And in a later episode, we actually learned that he once got trapped in a chicken coop and was surrounded by chickens that were all going after him. And yeah, now he's just terrified of chickens. <laughs> it made more sense in Beast Morphers. It uh, really did. It really did. I'm glad they made an explanation for that. Um, I mean, you got anything to say, Riz? Or? 
the first episode is it we it does a good job giving us these different characters and what they're all about and their weakness and their quirks and all that. So I have no real concern with the first episode. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was a good episode. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a good lead in, basically. Yeah. Like I said, I think if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Enter and and his great enthusiasm and how he acts on the show, this probably would have been a good series, honestly. In my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, you think Enter made it worse? No, I, I say he made it better. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, we also find out that uh, I think it's in this episode that it might not be. Um, Enter is uh, working for computer virus, the computer virus that took over the world. He simply called the Messiah, and he's like just this big, floating purple head thing, kind of like Zordon, except just evil. Um, and that's actually why he's trying to steal a Netaron so that he can revive the Messiah and have him, uh, you know, come into the into the other dimension to completely wipe out the rest of the human race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and in the case of Yoko with her uh, weak point, um, if she uh, kind of runs out of energy, so if she hasn't, you know, eaten like, you know, sweets that give her two mint and she burns all of her calories, then can't move or do anything, kind of like a computer dying, you know? No, nah, the girl has diabetes. Go <laughs> <laughs> you see yeah. that insulin pump? Mm-hmm. So now it's I'm starting to see why. Um, it's funny because Zoe and Beast Morpher needs the carrots because of the rabbit connection to the sack rabbit beast pot. Yeah. So it's funny to see how in one so they're directly linked and they get the weakness from the beast pot. But in this case, it's a genetic defect where they need to have energy to revive her. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see why they did it in Beast Morphers. It makes sense. Uh, so, um, yeah, the next couple of episodes are really just filler episodes. Um, you know, we, we do find out um, over the next couple of episodes that, uh, you know, just some of the capabilities of the uh, Go Busters Buster Machines. Um, you know, they, they start up in their vehicle mode. So uh, Hiromu's CB01 is a sports car. Like I said, it has its own warrior mode. And, and it can also transform into a cheetah. Um, Ryuji has the GT02, which is a truck that can also become a gorilla. And Yoko has the RH03, which is a helicopter that can become a rat. So they have their vehicle mode. And then... You know, animal mode. Yeah. Um, yeah, episode three is just, you know, another, you know, filler episode where the Go Busters have to um, infiltrate a hospital that Vaglas has taken over uh, to try and obtain an Etron. Um, uh, there's. Um, I can't really uh I can't really remember much what happens in episode um other than you know just a filler another filler episode. Um, there's a lot of filler um to be quite honest in the first mm-hmm. episodes. I mean nothing really is given to us about what's going on. And that's what I was saying earlier before the podcast that like once we establish the characters, their quirks and their personalities um, they start to try and do some character building, but what I find is, yeah, they do character building in where we have Yoko and Hiromu go through like their thing where they're not friends and they're not liking each other and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. that that kind of is our gateway to why Yoko didn't like him because of the entire um, after. Basically, their parent, their parents got killed, or they were taken into this portal thing. We don't actually know what happened to this point, or mm-hmm. I don't actually know what happened to this point because I haven't seen beyond episode ten. 
Um, you guys have, so you may know more than I do. Yeah. But um, from from my perspective at this point, she basically blames him for not being there with her and um, the blue go buster. I forget his name. It's like Ryuji. Ryuji, yeah, Ryuji. Like the two of them are basically like brother and sister, and they grow up together and everything. But he's trained separately because of strategic reasons of they want to keep them all separate in case of like something happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so she really resents him, and that finally comes out in what in the episode whenever they kind of go through and deal with the interpersonal relationship between those two. Yeah. Um, and then there's like another episode where we have. Uh, Ryuji meet his uh, former classmate who they're both really big on wanting to build a Megazord together but Ryuji's dream of doing that kind of diminished whenever the whenever the event happened that took away their parents and he became a go-buster because at that point he couldn't become a, a Megazord engineer which by the way that's a dream job for me right. <laughs> mm-hmm. being a Megazord engineer yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so for him, it's like crap. I let my I let my friend down. He doesn't even know where I am because they couldn't keep very much contact with their old lives after all this happened. Mm-hmm. So we get a little bit of background on like what Ryuji was up to beforehand. We also get a little bit of insight into uh, Hiromu in one episode where um, Ace, which is the red GoBuster Zord. And the maintenance going on there, and the guy who's doing the maintenance kind of like a plutzy dude. Well, he's, like a he's not like really any like professional yet. And Hiromu is like really dismayed by the fact that this like new kid is being unprofessional and really plutzy and can't do a job, which makes the kid feel really bad and which leads to some hijinks where the mega resort can't operate well. And throughout the episode, everyone's looking at him like really? You're going to keep berating this dude over and over again when he's trying to do his job and help you? Mm-hmm. But, um, it doesn't really happen like until the end when he's finally like, okay, I get it. But the thing that I really don't like is that while the relationship between Hiromu and Yoko are, is repaired, and while Hiromu learns from the altercation with him and the mechanic, their characters don't really change. I mean, yeah, Yoko didn't hate him anymore, but at the same time, nothing really has gone and changed in the way that you would expect. Um, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense to you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, so Yoko and him are getting along better. They're teammates. They're actually working as a team. But well, I think that the whole plot line, though, was kind of... Resolved too early, like yeah, yeah. And that was my complaint: was that it was it was like a it was like a magic wave to one. Like she hates him now; she doesn't hate him. I mean, I mean, you, you couldn't know, have done something. Like, like, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was gonna like, talk about like one more plot point. I want to bring it real quick. You can call them plot points, really. Um, in the episode ten, the one I just finished watching, um, Yoko and her. But he's Royd getting a fight because she won't do her own homework. And they start like just, you know, going on and on, like back and forth, like, well, she has to learn to do her homework. She has to learn to do her own homework. And her and the buddy Royd make up, Metal Royd and her make up, I think. It's Metal Royd, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, but even after making up, she's still doing the same crap where she's like getting other people to do her homework for her. Like, she got the commander to do it for her this time. Like, she hasn't, like, you know, in Power Rangers, we have like lessons of like, do your homework, kids, and you'll be fine. Well, in this case, like, yeah, do your homework, kids, but you can still see it after you've gone through the lesson. No big deal. Yeah. That's the issue. Yeah, I, I, I think the big thing, though, you guys can hear me, right? Yeah. No, not at all. Oh, okay. It's so, so not hearable. Um, uh, like, I think, you know, you know, nothing's really happened. You know, I think, you know, 
like if we want to use like a good comparison, like let's look at Gokaiger and like how the first ten episodes go. Like first episode we meet the Gokaiger, second episode, you know, uh they decide that they want to stay on Earth a bit more. Third episode, they meet the, you know, they get the Maji Rangers Grand Power and find out that the way they can, their goal is to get all the Grand Powers of the Super Sentai. Uh, we get yeah. a few cooler episodes. Like, I think episode four was like kind of a Joe episode that kind of gave more of an insight to Joe's character, you know, et cetera. Um, you know, here though, I mean, I mean, obviously, I, I think, like, I mean, I I remember, you know, now that this is coming back to me. I mean, I watched, I mean, I first watched Go Busters, like, I think it was like five years ago, actually, now. Um, I think, like, I kind of got into Go Busters slowly. I think I liked more half of this. We'll probably talk more, and obviously we'll talk more about the second half, but I do think that it was a bit of a slow start, and that was kind of a turnoff for me. Um, yeah. yeah. There is one episode that I really like. This is episode five. Um, it uh, it's actually the episode that uh, gives us that actually shows us uh, Ryuji's weak point, um, where if he uses too much power, he overheats and then he like you know goes berserk. That's what they say. Like he goes crazy, and he attacks Yoko, and that makes Yoko cry because you know she's like his little sister. Um, which I think was a pretty good episode. Um, um, and then episode six, episode six is like the last, important, like, uh, you know, episode from like a technical perspective, uh, as far as story goes, because uh, episode six is actually the episode that debuted a mecca for this season, the combined uh, of all three of the Rangers, Buster Machines, and it's called Go Buster-O. Which, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that they waited until like six episodes to bring the main mecha on. Because, well, the way a lot of Sentais were these last couple of days, I'm surprised they didn't try to debut all Buster Machines and Go Buster in the first episode. Right. Yeah. Actually, I like that buildup, though. Oh, I do too. I really do. But I'm just saying it's surprising. Like... They haven't done that since, like, the old Sentai's that, that, you know, came up for them. Yeah, I think, uh... I, I know in Jew Ranger, they didn't de debut Daijujin until, like, the sixth episode. Mm -hmm. huh? Yeah, they didn't. And I think in Dai Ranger, they waited quite a bit before they showed, uh... Ryuseo. Wait, no, 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 not Ryuseo. Uh, Dairino. That's the main guy. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was a cool callback. Like, I think in terms of Ghostbusters, like, uh, Mecha, it seems like a bit of a cool callback to, like, some of the older Sentais, because, you know, in some of the older Sentais, you know, a lot of the individual mechs had the ability to, like, hold their own against monsters with the Red Rangers mechas, even having the ability to destroy monsters on their own. Um, but then as time went on, they just kind of started making the mechs a bit less capable of doing things on their own. So I think it's cool to have another Go Buster season where the mechs, where the individual mechs have their own cool features. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the debut of a uh, Go um, like I said, I mean, there's, I mean, Riz pretty much just listed, uh, you know, the next couple of episodes, uh, you know, like. Well, not all of them, but I listed the things I felt like were pretty big points of it. Mm -hmm. um, the only other really big one that I felt like is worth mentioning is, again, in episode 10, while we have the homework thing going on for Yoko, uh, the bigger mm -hmm. plot point that I didn't mention because I didn't find as much problem with that one, um, Reiko, which if you remember from earlier, is uh, her and his sister, and she comes looking to meet him, but Hiromu uh, doesn't want to meet her. So the entire episode is like Nick trying to find her, protect her from the monster fights, and then show her why his work as a go-buster is so important. And if you don't know, um, Rika hates Nick a lot. Because he's, she sees him as the reason why she lost her brother. And why he's caught up in all this stuff going on right now. 
And mm-hmm. Hiromu does not want to meet her. He's more focused on being a ranger or sentai figure, whatever you call it. Go Buster. He is Go Buster. And he is like wanting to check on his own family and see what's going on there. And the episode ends with uh, Monster being defeated like normal and him going looking for the sister, but no one can find her. All they find is a sketchbook where there's a drawing of the entire family and an animalized version of Nick. And everyone says, oh, well, that's Rika's way of accepting Nick into the family and kind of maybe accepting Harumu's legacy of what he's about to do. Yep. So that's the only other really big character deal we get is like that little interaction. I mean, everything else kind of like really just, I don't know. I'm not as. I came to Go Buster expecting a lot, honestly, because right. everyone talked it up for literally years for me. Because this came out in 2012, I probably watched Go Kaiser 2013-ish, meaning for like five years I've been hyping up in my brain Go Buster to be one of the really good ones. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, I just don't see it. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I will defend it right now. It had a much better second half, so yeah. I, mean, I think I think this is really just one of those cases. Give it time, and probably just appreciate that there's no lawnmower episode or something like that. Like, well, the lawnmower episode came in episode seventeen of Ninenzer. Ron yeah, that's true. So. Until I get to episode 17, I don't see a lot more. We're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know what else to say about this TV show. Like, from this season, aside from what I've already said. I would, uh... You got anything to say, Anthony? Like... I have to say, um... I actually will defend Ghostbusters because I think what it was was that, like, because they have, like, decent characters and, like, a great villain. It's probably what I'm, I'm giving, I'm, I'm, like, not giving the benefit of that doubt. Because if it wasn't for those characters, like, I probably would have gave up on the show a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I never found it boring, though. That's, that's what shocked me when Riss said that. I was like, you found it boring? When you said it was boring. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of honestly bored by a little bit of it right now. Um, see, whenever I like whenever I watch even Tokyuzer, Gokaiser, Kaiyuzer, um, the part of Ziozer I did watch. The one thing I could kind of see in each of these different seasons is a progression. For example, in Gokaiser we see the guys capturing the legacy powers and using them to advance the plot and get the the big treasure at the end, right? But there isn't really any movement by the GoBusters to get their own metaphorical treasure at the end. Um, even Kyurizer, I mean, there was progression where we saw um, things with the boss kind of, like, get more nary and, like, more characters come into the field because you need all ten of them to do what, like, to go through the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. we kept getting more characters. We get, we kept getting more to mythos. And I mean, yeah, it's a lot of filler there, but the filler gave us a lot of the background on the other five characters that are not in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Um, and honestly, it was just more epic feeling. Like, having King and having the Gabu Rain suits and all that stuff, that was really epic. Yeah. Same thing with, like, the Go Kaiser soundtrack. It's a really epic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, while Z- I found Zayozer kind of slowing as well, comparatively to the other two, um, it still had, like, a progression that you could feel where they're making a difference by trying to get these five cubes. It was five cubes, right? Zoom in. Zoom in, yeah. So... Like they were making, they were making some progress, and I, I never felt like nothing's happening. 
Because you're always trying to see them over, trying to find out how to, you know, get back to where exactly. they if were. Zooland. Zooland, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tokyo Ether, it was like that, too. Like, we could see some progression because there, we had them trying to take back dark stations and make them back to light. And you kind of see, like, a map in your brain of, like, okay, so if we get a couple more of these different stations back, will own this quadrant, and this will be a big blow to the um, enemy. And then they can find, they, and they're hopefully trying to find the uh, their um, their home. Their home, yeah. I, think, exactly. I don't know if it was home, like, it was like their station so that they can, you know, find you know, the where, they, where, they live, where they live. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, look, I haven't seen a lot of Sentai, like you guys have, I've seen the least out of you three, uh, out of us three, I mean, but maybe I just am spoiled by good Sentai. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I just find that this one's a lot more slow-moving. Nothing really happened, and that bugged me. Like, at one point, I, I think I went on autopilot for, like, episode 8 or 9 today. Like, I'm watching it. Like, I know what's going on, but it's like, I can predict dialogue almost mm-hmm. like once i got the basic idea of what's going to happen i was like oh well he's going to do this and she's going to do that and then they're going to do this and you know but here you have you even have an idea of what they're going to do next i know what's going to happen next in gilbester right now but in the other ones like i don't actually know how it's going to end in some cases Well, I mean, I mean, I don't really know what, I mean, I mean, my memory is kind of fun to know that, I mean, I want to put Go Busters in my top five. Well, yeah, well, you know what? I mean, I'll probably like hold my over. Like the, what? I'll probably hold my final opinion on it for probably like the final video and like this three parter, but, uh. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I mean, I can understand being kind of turned off by the slow start because, I mean, I've seen my fair share of Sentai's that have had slow starts but have turned out to be pretty good. And then there are yeah, some. I, mean, that... I want to keep <laughs> watching it because I I find it hilarious to see how Saban and now Hasbro take the footage and adapt it to. American audience because I can see the things that they took out of the Sentai and that just amuses me a lot whenever I watch that. And I could see like um, I think it was episode 3 ago but maybe episode 4 whatever episode we got the uh, Megazord in I could see the exact adaptation in the the, um, Beast Morpher and it was pretty cool to see, like, how the differences were in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think, uh, um, overall, I think, uh, you know, just to wrap this up, because I think we're not really, you know, saying much else. Uh, you know, Go Busters. Yeah. Go Busters, you know, kind of gets off to a slow start. Um, I would probably say that, same can't be said for Beast Morphers, since I'm actually enjoying Beast Morphers so far. And wouldn't you know, we're almost 10 episodes into Beast Morphers. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think in the future, you know, for those watching this video, you could probably, uh, you know, probably find the next two videos that we do to be a bit more interesting. Because I think these, I think, like I said, I mean, I think it gets better with time. Because there are just some sometimes like that. I mean, the same thing is through in the anime world as well. Um, for example, and Anthony might actually hate me for this, depending on his opinion on the anime. But um, for those of y'all that know My Hero Academia, mm-hmm. it's a huge thing in the anime world right now. Like, everyone loves it. Everyone's talking about it. Um, I probably had to go through My Hero Academia's first three episodes a grand total of seven times before I actually went further because I was just getting so bored by it. What? Yeah, I was bored. Oh my god, Riz. Riz, you're not watching it right. (laughs) 
But then I finally took another stab at it earlier this year, and I watched until, like, middle of season two. And I only stopped because I started watching something else, and I forgot about it. But I recently picked it up in the last week again, and I still really enjoy it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much proof of you can't judge a season or a series by the first three to four episodes because you don't actually know when it'll pick up if it ever does pick up. Exactly. The only complaint I have with that is you shouldn't wait more than three episodes to get your audience like to be excited. Um, like, for example, in Academia, by episode four or five, I mean, we had the entire cast in the school. Like, your students are doing their deal. We, were, we had people in, invested in. Um, but in Go Buster, we don't, I haven't really seen that in 10 episodes yet. But, hey, if it comes later, I'm all for it. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, um... Okay, that about wraps up this. So, uh, you know, as um, uh, hopefully we will, uh, you know, be able to uh, get this second video done. I'm thinking, uh, um, uh, just uh, we'll, we'll probably try to. Um, I say, I think the next video we can probably uh, go all the way up to like maybe. Uh, I'm thinking here. Um, Let's go up to 24. Okay, yeah, 24. You know, halfway. Yeah. yeah. Um, and hopefully, uh, you know, I think Riz will find the series a bit more enjoyable by that point. Um, I will bring a hat to the next podcast. And the hat will be either still a hat at the end or I'll have eaten the hat. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> um, but until that time, uh, you know, be sure to. Uh, you know, come into this Discord, you know, come into our Discord if, you know, you'd like to, uh, you know, chat with us. Um, um, always, uh, you know, be sure to uh, check us out on all social media, which includes Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And, um, yeah, of course, YouTube. And, you know, get if you're on YouTube, give, give this video a like and give a comment down below if you'd like to. And, uh, and if you're on iTunes, Google Play, or soon to be Spotify, um, mm -hmm. make sure to subscribe to us there as well. I'm actually going to be looking at Spotify in the next couple of weeks to be getting our podcast published onto it. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. But until uh, next time, uh, we are we are the uh, Toku Secrets podcast presented by AnimeSecrets.org. And um, this shutdown is complete, so goodbye, guys.